the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And this is particularly thrill-packed or worrisome for me because today we're going to examine my high school years. And we have your yearbooks. Uh-oh. Yeah. I am, in, I am in trouble now. We have your yearbooks along with all the commentary from your fellow students. So you're in trouble, dude. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't exactly Mr. Popular back then. Anyway, the other voice you hear is Don Dix, my co-host and the host of The Daily Show, Jen and Don. Uh, we are especially pleased today uh, to have in studio with us um, Jenny Beth Martin, who is the co-founder and the current CEO of Tea Party Patriots. And you don't hear about the Tea Party in the news as much as you did in earlier years. But we'll, we'll explore what they're doing and are they still alive and still fighting. And, of course, our group is the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. And, uh, you know, with the Kavanaugh hearing and the election coming up. Yeah, I don't think we can have enough to fill the show here. What do you think, Don? Well, I think we're very privileged to have someone who has been a part of the political uh, reemergence, the movement that really the presidency of Barack Obama birthed in a lot of regards. And uh, so to have someone who was there, who was an organizing force since then, certainly has, you know, provide beaten the path so that the rest of us that have come along uh, have something to follow, uh, have uh, she, she, along with a number of other people, have been the tip of the spear since the Obama presidency and uh, were birthed, literally, this movement out of the Barack Obama presidency. So it's great to have that uh, history, that living history with us today. It's great to have the perspective on what is and what is to come. So I can't uh, thank you enough for being out in Southern California and being on the United IE Radio Show. Jenny Beth Martin, co-founder of the Tea Party Patriots. Well, thank you so much, Greg and Don. I'm so glad to be with you. And so with that, we're off. <laughs> so what? So what is the Tea Party? Well, the Tea Party are Americans who love this country and who want all Americans to have more personal freedom, more economic freedom, and want our country to be on a path towards a debt-free future. Sounds like a Nazi to me. You know, we've been called lots of things that are completely and totally inadequate or inaccurate. Um, what if inaccurate? That's a very important word there. Um, what I found is that um, when the left and even the establishment, so whether it's Republicans or Democrats, cannot um, disagree with what we're saying, then they just throw really bad words at us. And sick the IRS on you. And sick the IRS on us. And I know because I've been involved in the leadership of our group since 2013. I've been on the weekly webinar calls that we have for the group leaders. Um, that as, as often as not over this time, we've been battling establishment Republicans as the Democrats. 
We um, certainly have. We found that starting in 20, 2011, when the Republicans gained control of the House, we very, very quickly had to fight about um, the what, what was called the continuing resolution. We had a continuing revolution um, continuing resolution rally. We called it the continuing revolution, meaning that I love we, the play on words. That's yeah, great. after the 2010 election, it wasn't over, and we had to keep going. But the fact is, they kept spending and spending and spending. And part of the reason that we started is because the stimulus bill passed in February of 2009. A few months earlier than that, in October of 2008, the TARP bill passed. The government was spending too much money. And remember, in 2008, President Bush was the president, and John McCain's suspended his campaign to vote for TARP. Then we moved to the stimulus bill. They just keep spending. So that's part of of the issue and both parties do it. In fact, that's what led me into the Tea Party movement is during the 2010 election, the Republicans promised if they were elected, they were going to cut $100 billion out of Obama's bloated spending. They, and, Yeah, they did. And after tough fight and strenuous negotiations they got 100 million dollars and i said well, you know these republicans may not be up to the task they really um are not they were not up to the task at least when it comes to getting serious about about the the overspending and we still we still see that we've got work to do in in that regard some of the people that might be listening to our show may not be familiar with your sort of gateway experience into all this because you lived the horror of the economic meltdown of 2008. And that literally framed for you and your family uh, the argument at that point in time that um, there needs to be more accountability in government. There needs to be a change. There needs to be a, a shift away from the sort of the the, uh, business as usual in Washington, D.C., and for many states around the union. Share with us, if you will, very quickly, the experience that you and your husband and your family had and how that uh, launched and catapulted you into all this. And I want to know, I'm sure it all began with great intentions. Uh, Your husband, is he still your cheerleader? After well, all this time, um, unfortunately, no, that's not the case because he and I are are no longer married. So, but he is the father of my children, and we have uh, wonderful twins who are now fifteen mm-hmm. years old who who um, we love very much. The what happened back in two thousand seven and two thousand eight is his business ran into all sorts of financial issues, and he had personally guaranteed loans. So, um, when he could no longer pay those. He was personally liable for them. We were married. We had joint assets. So we became personally liable for them. And uh, we had to file bankruptcy. And this was in the middle of the recession. So it, it wasn't because we bought a house that was too big that we couldn't... Um, th- that we really should not have been in. It was much more about the fact that it it was related to business loans. But nonetheless, we were going through what so many other families across the country were going through as they were were, um, hitting financial crisis, personal financial crisis. And our country was hitting a financial crisis as well. During that time, I learned just what happens when you're over leveraged. And if insurance rates increase just a little bit, you can can run into all sorts of problems when it comes to cash flow. 
or if you just have a little trip in your cash flow, you can run into to problems that quickly snowball and you can't recover from them. So I can, I can attest to you as a, someone that spent his career in financial services, most of the families I worked with, even during good economic times, were two to three weeks, a couple of months away from bankruptcy. So if a loss of a job, uh, an expense goes up, some kind of just shift happens most families aren't prepared to deal with that. Exactly. And that's part of why we're so worried about we we've lived through that. So that's why we're so worried about the um the economy and the the overspending that we have from our government. But so we went through this, we had to file bankruptcy. We lost our house during the bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. And we actually were offered uh, as we were sitting in a driveway looking at a rental home, we were our mortgage company called us and asked us if we wanted to take a Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac loan to bring us current on our mortgage and then we could stay in a house that truly at that point we no longer could afford. Mm-hmm. Um we could barely make ends meet. And we just looked at each other and we said, we can't do this. Who in their right mind would be giving us a loan right now? Anyway, we just came out of bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. Nobody does that. Oh, wait, the federal government. That's who. (laughs) Someone who is not lending their own money. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It wasn't their own money. So then, so we fast forward just a little bit, um, but not very far at all. And we get to um, February of 2009. And... During that time, we're moving in, moving into our our rental home. Had just moved into our rental home, and the stimulus bill passed. And again, I mentioned TARP a few few minutes ago. Rick Santelli had this rant on CNBC. This is outrageous. Our founding fathers would be turning over in their graves. Who here wants to? We need to have a tea party, just like every, like our founding fathers would. But he said something that was very important. He said, "Who here wants to pay for their neighbors' homes who can no longer afford it?" Right. And the people standing behind him went, "Boo, boo, boo!" And it, he said something about the neighbors' homes who have more bathrooms than you do, and they can't afford it. Boo, no. And I was like, I have to have a tea party because we're cleaning our neighbors' homes right now rather than having That was the business that you did to make ends meet. We had a a copier so we could put um, flyers out and we were able to sure. to to find a way to get some some business from that. So at any rate, we we were like, okay, we're cleaning our neighbors' homes, and we turned down money from the government because we didn't think it was right for our neighbors to pay for a home that we could no longer afford, right. and we needed to start over. And and that's that's part of the reason why I was so personally motivated to be involved in this movement. Great. We need to take a quick break. We're going to fast forward the conversation a bit because along with a lot of other Americans, we found that standing on street corners with signs, while emotionally uh, probably curative, uh, cleansing, doesn't get a whole lot done. Jenny Beth Martin and some of those original Tea Party Patriots found the same thing, and we're going to learn more about the different accomplishments of the Tea Party along the way, and then we'll get into some current times after a break from our sponsor for this half yeah, hour. Yeah, only we had just learned to corner senators in the in the elevator and shout at them. Right. That would have worked. Uh, that w- Apparently. That would have worked, yeah. Um, time for a word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. More with Jenny Beth Martin after this message. 
Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, toll-free, area code 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock, right here on AM 590, The Answer. License by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker. License number 01147747, NMLS 9873, and California Finance Lenders License number 603K610. AM 590, The Answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program. Every once in a while, Greg, we hit pay dirt with a guest, and we get an opportunity to really get somebody who has uh, a tremendous amount of experience and insight into what's unfolding on the politi- in the political world. You know, I saw a meme not too long ago that said that we've been taught that the two things you don't talk about are politics and religion. What we're learning today is is that what what we should be talking about is politics and religion. What we've forgotten is the ability to do it civilly. Because we learn a lot when we do talk about in family and in our community about politics and religion. We've just forgotten the ability to do it civilly. We're visiting today with Jenny Beth Martin. She is the co-founder of the nationwide organization called the Tea Party Patriots, a group that Greg has been involved with in the Redlands Tea Party Patriots for how long, Greg? Well, I first started going to the meetings in 2011. Uh, when I said, wow. when it looked like, well, these Republicans are not up to the task. Okay. And I joined the leadership in January of 13 when the original team stepped away. And we were able to make that transition, which a lot of groups have not been able sure. to make that transition of leadership. So, Jenny Beth Martin, during the first segment, we got a sense of what it was that motivated you to get involved. Take us through some of those initial, those formative years of the Tea Party briefly oh. let us know a little bit about what you found w- worked because i know i remember the infamous uh congressional black caucus walking across the street claiming that they were hurled epithets and they were spit on which andrew breitbart issued the famous uh challenge i'll give you a hundred thousand dollars if you can produce the videotape of anybody referring to any member of the congressional black caucus as the n-word or spitting on them and so far i don't think that's been claimed so from those days, what worked, what didn't work, and how did that, how did, how did it go? Well, um, what we found is that when, when you're not in control and you're in the majority, in the, I mean, you're in the minority, you, sometimes all that you can do is express your outrage. Mm-hmm. And we took it to the streets and we expressed our outrage. But then we had to step, step up the game and, and start working and getting involved in specific legislation, trying to prevent legislation from passing, like Obamacare. And we worked on elections. And we began doing that really by 2009. We were moving just from from focusing on being angry to looking at what are the things we want to see happen or things that we don't want to happen. So we opposed Obamacare. And the weekend that Obamacare passed, 
uh, Congressman John Lewis and Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi walked outside of the um, Cannon office building building, and walked across to the Capitol and then... And through all the uh, protesting Tea Party, uh, you know, Tea Party people, or, or every, uh, they weren't necessarily Tea Party people at the time, but they were Americans that were just out saying, you know, don't vote, you the, know, vote no. This is a real difference between what the Democrats do versus the way that the Republicans act. Uh, and I've thought about this a lot over the last few weeks. We were there and we were being peaceful. We were being loud. We were loud, but we were peaceful. Sure. And, um, We weren't getting arrested. They had Capitol Police all over everywhere. We had the entire lawn of the Capitol packed full with our people who had responded to a call within less than 72 hours to come to D.C. We had people from um, California, Washington State, and even a couple people from uh, from Hawaii who came because they were so outraged by what was happening. And the Democrats couldn't respond to it any other way except to call us racist. And so that's what they did. And they walked outside and walked across there and I think that they did it with the intention to turn around and be able to say that we were racist and Nancy Pelosi um, walked out it just it was such such arrogance and theater and it really was theater because the rest of the members of Congress who are Democrats were going through the tunnels to go back and forth exactly now juxtapose that to what we're seeing play out in the United States Senate right now you've got people who've been arrested in the hearings and then the um the Republicans are such um, wussies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could say that they're wussy, but they're also just polite and they respect the institution right. sure. so much and they respect mm. Americans so much that they're not going to go out and say, hey, look, you're you're a bad, horrible person. That's not the way that that they act. And they're and they don't have that same kind of theater. Right. And the Democrats just go for the jugular. They do. In fact, you said something very important. And I think Greg and I uh, both came to this. Uh, through different way you wrote about it. I've said it on the radio that Republicans have not gotten that the game that the political game has shifted. We still like to stand on the battlefield of ideas and debate. You know, we're standing there like statesmen and we're wanting to have that conversation about uh, policy, about ideas. What we don't realize is that the Democrats have headed for the stands. They're in the bushes. They're hurling political mortars and grenades and firing uh, shots, sniper shots from the sidelines, and we're still standing in the middle of the battlefield trying to have that civil policy uh, debate, ha- not fi- not realizing that the game's changed. Uh, that's very, very true. Um, Greg and I have talked about that uh, even recently, that um, the the game has changed quite, quite a bit, and we have to realize that um, really... We, we're fighting for the future of our country mm-hmm. and it's so important and it really is a fight. This isn't just political debate. This right. is, um, I think that the left sees it as an all out war. They do. And if we don't respond, understanding that's the way that they're approaching it, we will lose. And there's, what we've seen also is there's no limit on what they will do for power. And this Kavanaugh hearing is just the latest example. And maybe that, crystallizes that in people's minds is they were withheld the withheld the letter it was flimsy to begin with and as as investigation has gone on which could have gone on in private and it could have it could have been fully investigated before it came out and was made uh, very embarrassing and 
I mean, destroyed Kavanaugh's life, but certainly inflicted great emotional harm on him, on his wife, on his children, uh, to the extent that Ford, the his chief accuser, is genuinely motivated, and I have a serious question about that. Certainly, it, it, was, it, was, it was embarrassing for her to be out there, and this all could have done privately. And the... You look at, they've made death threats to Republicans. They were calling Senator Collins' office and threatening to rape her staffer. They are, they, the, the protesters that are yelling and screaming and cornering people, they are paid. We've seen them being paid off, unlike all those Tea Party protesters. You know, I mean, all those hundreds of thousands of people, they were out there on their own time. On, and yeah, on their own dime. On their own dime, not being paid by, by anybody. So, that, yeah, this is, this, is, this is really fundamentally changed. And Newt Gingrich has, a, has, has had a great video on this. He's talking about this. He says that this is an unending war against the American spirit, against the rule of law, and against fair play. And we have to understand that this, this enemy, I'm, I'm just I'm for, on my monologue here, on my rant here. These are the same people that politicized and used the federal law enforcement and intelligence agencies as their weapons in the last election. They're the same people that politicized and used the IRS Weaponized against the, IRS, the tea, exactly. against Tea Party groups. Yep. So you look at this broad range. These are the same people that that are indoctrinating the children in the schools against America. I just, uh, there's a, an example of, there's a book being used in LA schools that is entitled Occupied America, the History of Chicanos mm-hmm. de- Deliberately Trying to Undermine the Country and Teach that America is Unjust, Immoral, and Has No Right to Even Exist. So, that, I mean, just a couple examples, few examples of the range of what they're doing and the total lack of a single moral scruple among them other than whatever advances their cause at the moment. Very true. And we need to learn what to do on this new battlefield. We need to understand that the new rules require new strategies and new tactics. And uh, Jenny Beth Martin and the Tea Party Patriots have been doing that. Tell us a little bit about what you did in the three minutes we have remaining in this uh, segment with uh, the 2016 election, because you guys did some things that were unheard of for a grassroots group. Well, what we did is we connected um, our volunteers from around the country with voters who were swing voters in critical states. And we focused first and foremost on the state of Pennsylvania. Everyone, uh, the the traditional political thinking in D.C. in July of, of 2016 was you're never going to win Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania mm-hmm. will not go Republican. And we realized the only way for Donald Trump to win would be to go through Pennsylvania because there was no way on God's green earth that he was going to win Virginia with all of those um, Democrats and people who depend on the government who live there. So we focused on Pennsylvania. We made a million phone calls into Pennsylvania and a million more phone calls into a combined into Ohio, Wisconsin, North Carolina, and Florida. These are all volunteer calls. Volunteer calls, volunteers calling voters, urging them to go vote. And people like like people here in in Redlands who would um, pick up the phone and call a voter and talk to them and explain to them the importance of why they needed to vote for Trump and what could happen 
in in the country, like what's happened here in California, if if it goes to liberal. So we did that um, 100,000 personal hand address pieces of mail to people in Pennsylvania, along with a bit other uh, more traditional paid type get out the vote activities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. 100,000 door knocks, 6.7 million robocalls. 500,000 other pieces of mail, all for this volunteer group. And I was part of that, is you could call, you could log into the system, and then you just call the number, call the number, call the number. And uh, given the narrowness of the, of the result, I think it's fair to say that absent Tea Party efforts, the result would have been different. I, I think that you're absolutely right. And I want to be very clear. I'm, we were part of the, um, the entire coalition that made the victory possible. Without our efforts, I don't know that you would have had enough to win. And that would go for several other pieces within the coalition. And obviously, Donald Trump is a big, huge chunk of that coalition. Absolutely. And Donald Trump's agenda depends on the results of this midterm coming up. We're going to continue the conversation with Jenny Beth Martin, co-founder of the Tea Party Patriots, after this break with what do we do now in this new, brave new world of politics and political engagement? What are the steps that we need to take in order to make sure that the agenda, the window that's been opened by Donald Trump, continues to stay open and we continue to make progress? Back after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, toll-free, area code 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. License by the California Bureau of Real Estate, broker license number 0147747, NMLS 9873, and California Finance Lenders license number 603K610. AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio show, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. We're going to talk with Jenny Beth Martin, co-founder of the Tea Party Patriots, about what you private citizens out there that are listening to our show need to be thinking about doing over the next four and a half weeks leading up to the November 6th midterms. But before we dig into that, I wanted to ask you, is there anything else before we get into the current state of affairs in uh, America and in California that the last eight years stand out for you as uh, important uh, matters that we, we need to consider as we're getting into this next phase. Yeah, um, Greg actually touched on it before, and I think that it is uh, the way that the Obama administration weaponized the IRS to target 
Tea Party Patriots and groups with Tea Party mm-hmm. and Patriots in their name. And they did that across the entire country, not just to our group nationally, but to small groups around the country. Some of the groups weren't even bringing in more than $500. They just wanted to make sure that they were filing the proper paperwork because they they understand the importance of the rule of law. So the IRS targeted us when they got caught. Hard drives mysteriously crashed in an entire department. Lois Lerner goes and testifies before Congress and gives her statement and then turns around and pleads the fifth. They get away with it. She still gets her her pension and and retirement benefits. And yet there was really no no accountability. And I think that we are seeing um, that play out again with the attacks that have happened to Donald Trump. And if you read the book by Greg Jared, uh, Jared, um, the Russia hoax, I, I just sat there and I read that book and I thought about how what happened to us was almost a playbook or the trial run for how, how an agency could get away with such corrupt behavior to try to take down. In that case, it was not just an organization and a movement, but to take down the candidate for the president. One of the, of the, and one of the poster people, if you will, of that incident, of course, was out of Texas, the lady who started the uh, King Street King Street Patriots and True the Vote was uh, brought as a witness to Congress because what the IRS and various different agencies of the government did to her just ripped her life apart as well. Right. And it wasn't, it was, that's Catherine Engelbrecht. And yep. with her, it was not just um, the IRS, but it was, um, I believe, the. Um, it was OSHA and, and ATF. ATF. And yeah. uh, maybe even the FBI, I think. I yeah, mean, they they showed up at her house and um, it, it it just they they wreaked havoc on her life because she yes. was disrupting things. And that's what Cheryl Atkinson has exactly. faced. Um, we James Rosen from Fox News was spied on. And then they they thought that they could. I, I think that some of them were so emboldened with seeing what happened to to people like us that they thought well we can go ahead and do some things to donald trump and see if we can prevent him from being becoming president it didn't work because he is president but they certainly have done everything they can to prevent him from being president and to resist his his presidency and what's probably even scarier perhaps than politicization and using the government agencies against your political opponents in what should be a Democracy should be a constitutional republic where we resolve our differences. You have elections. You lose, come back, good, better luck next time, come back with some different ideas, different candidates, and maybe you might do better. Is There are three prominent Democrats that have any problem with using the intelligence and law enforcement agencies against the opponents of the, political, of, of the Democrat Party. Alan Dershowitz, uh Law professor whose name escapes me, Turbin Je- Jeffrey, is it? Uh, 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 Turley. Turley. From Georgetown, Turley, the Constitution. Turley professor. and Mark Penn, who managed Hillary Clinton's 2008 campaign. Those are the only three that have the slightest problem with that, and that is at least as scary as that the FBI would, even, would be doing this. It, it really, really is. And they just. Um, it's lawlessness. Uh, what you, the quote you gave earlier about Newt Gingrich, that it is a, a fight for the rule of law in our country. It, it, 
I, I, we already experienced it at Tea Party Patriots, and it shapes um, our the way that we think about government in uh, every day of our lives now. You mentioned the difficulty in raising money for people that are on the conservative side of things. The two people that confronted Jeff Flake in the elevator, they're from an organization that has enjoyed years of funding to the tune of hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars from George Soros. It's an organization that I believe, according to the reporting, is called the Center for Popular Democracy. But one of the things that struck me in reading about that organization was the fact that they also were receiving grants from the United States government to fund their organization. And I'm just wondering, are there grants out there that conservative groups could be applying for? I, and there, there may be, but I don't know conservative groups who go around applying for them because we think that government should be limited, and we don't think that that's how sure. how how government money and, should be spent. And maybe that's not the right way to approach it. But I was going to say, maybe in the new rules of engagement, we should be taking that money if it's made available. Well, and that's and, and that's that's a very good point. Is there seems to be the vast more, a lot more money on the side of tearing down the country or if you want to be generous, fundamentally transforming the country by people who have been successful and made a good life and achieved uh, both fame and fortune here. They want to change what the system that they that help them succeed. And I've thought that, I, that a lot of this money is recycled tax dollars. It, it's, it is. It's, some, somebody gets a grant who gets a grant who then it, 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 it gets funneled back around yep. into... Democrat political efforts. It absolutely is. And a lot of it is union money, which hopefully the decision of Janus by the Supreme Court just recently will help to uh, suck some of that financial oxygen out of the room. Um, We're talking to Jenny Beth Martin. She's the co-founder of the Tea Party Patriots. We're going to get into next. What do we need to be doing as conservatives behind? I often say behind the blue curtain, but we are literally in blue curtain enemy territory every day in their camps doing skirmishes. We'll talk to Jenny Beth Martin more about what we need to be doing in advance of this midterm so that we can ensure that we have some very important victories for the conservative liberty freedom cause in this country. Back after this message from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And that is more than just a cliche. It is essential to keeping the republic because the nature of government is to expand its authority and its money and its control, while liberty tends to yield unless there's an active citizenry 
pushing back. And one of the, a leader of a group is doing that. We have Jenny Beth Martin in studio with you from the Tea Party Patriots. And I'm part of that group, and they've been doing that since the early Obama administration and both pushing back on the Democrats as well as the establishment Republicans. We have a very crucial election coming up. I think the most crucial midterm election since 1862 in the midst of the shooting Civil War, which determined whether or not Abraham Lincoln would be able to continue that war. Unfortunately, he was able to do so. What are the stakes in this election that if either or, heaven forbid, both houses of Congress were to fall to the party that's willing to do what they did to Brett Kavanaugh, it's willing to use the FBI and the IRS against its political opponents. It's willing to engage in vote fraud, a whole range of things. What are the stakes? Well, if we um, say that this, if we as voters affirm that that kind of activity, that what we are seeing happen in the United States Senate towards Brett Kavanaugh right now, that um, lies and character destruction, destroying somebody's character, um, and that innocence until proven guilty no longer matters and guilty until proven innocence does matter, then we're changing America fundamentally. Mm-hmm. And, and that is just not something that I'm I'm willing to stand for. And I think that most people, um, I think we're going to see the majority of Americans don't want to allow that to stand either. So it's... Oftentimes, elections are very much about the economy and about how things are affecting your personal life. And that is very uh, an important it's important when you're voting, but I think that in the last two weeks, uh, just how broken Washington, D.C. is, has mm-hmm. been highlighted with one of the brightest uh, spotlights you can possibly find, and people are outraged by it. They are outraged. I was out canvassing neighborhoods and met a couple of those people who quizzed me about the party affiliation of someone that was running for what is considered to be a nonpartisan office here in the local community. And he wasn't satisfied with my answer about it being a nonpartisan office. He said, no, I want to know what party they're with. And I told him uh, the individual's a Republican, and he said, I will never, as long as I live, vote for another Democrat. I'm a registered independent. What they've done to this country over the last two weeks is shameful. So what do we do to harness that? What do we do now in this election cycle to harness that anger, to get people who traditionally don't vote? There's so many people from evangelical Christians that aren't registered, and there's still time to register to vote here in California, to uh, those people that only vote every four years during presidential cycles. What do we do to get them out to vote? So um, that is the thing that we are working on the most at Tea Party Patriot Citizens Fund. We we have identified six and a half million voters around the country who voted in 2016 and did not vote in the seven previous election seven for in 14 years prior to that and we believe these are trump voters the way that we've modeled modeled it so we're working our volunteers are working now to get in touch with those people through text messaging phone calls and mail to urge them to go and vote again and to let them know that they've got to come back out and reaffirm the election results from 2016 Mm -hmm. to prevent the democrats from gaining control of the house because if they gain control of the house they have already stated flat out that they are going to impeach President Trump and um, to prevent things like Maxine Waters, who wants to to just uh, yell at everyone and have us. um, If you like the president, just be shamed no matter where you are, what restaurant, where where you live, anything that we cannot allow that kind of behavior to be okay. And the other thing we have to watch out for is that um, Brett Kavanaugh 
if he's confirmed to the United States Supreme Court, which I think he will be, then they will work to impeach him as well. And we should just add is that we're recording this on Thursday. So by the time this is broadcast on Saturday, hopefully he will have been confirmed. There may or, have been a vote. Right. So, right. And so the fact that we haven't mentioned that, then it, that's why. We've got several crucial elections here in Cal. Oh, go ahead, Craig. Is, in terms of the Tea Party, is, is, I'm using it. Is once you log in, then you can just start sending text, prepackaged text from your phone. You send a text, text program opens up, send the text. Next one, next one. And you're rolling out now a, a calling program. So, again, people from wherever they are in the country, is they can call to the key races around the country because getting to 218 votes, a majority in the House. I mean, it doesn't so much, I mean you, want, you want your local guy to win, but 218 is 218 wherever you can pick it up. Right, exactly. So what what we are doing is we're looking at where can we be the most effective. And um, that that may mean that volunteers from California are reaching out to voters in Texas or the volunteers from Georgia are reaching out to people in California, just depending on uh, as we move through our data. The fact is we've got to get six. We're, we're trying to reach all six and a half million of these voters. Mm-hmm. And we're just going through a list and working that that list. Um, and you can sign up to do that by going to TeaPartyPatriots.org, TeaPartyPatriots.org. And if you want to go straight to our text messaging program, you can go to TeaPartyPatriots.org forward slash text, T-E-X-T. Another advantage of being getting on the list is you have for, uh, Monday Facebook Live sessions with Bill Pasco, who is who is he knows that he, he he's a swamp dweller, but he's a good swamp dweller. He's on our side. And not just the Republican side. He's on the Tea Party patriot conservative side of things. But he is exceptionally knowledgeable on what's going on in Washington. And practically every Monday, you can hear, what, you can hear from him personally what's going on once you sign up and you can join these webinars, the Facebook Lives. Right, you can. So um, he gives our Washington report every single Monday on Facebook Live at 1 p.m. Eastern time. So that is um, 10 a.m. here in California. And he gives an update and it's a time for people to have that update, learn what's happening in Washington, D.C., hear our call to action for the week, and then ask us questions. And he really does a great job of explaining what's going on in Washington, D.C. So you can just go to the Tea Party Party Patriots Facebook page, yes. and they, they would find that at, at 10 a.m. our time every Monday. That is correct. Um, now, um, holidays, Almost and, every Monday. and if the if Congress is not in session, sometimes we'll skip a Monday, but most Mondays. Now, we're talking about something that somebody can do on a national scale. They can go to teapartypatriots.org forward slash text. And then you'll be presented with a uh, tool that you can sign up for through your cell phone, your name, your email address, and then you can begin texting to some of these 6 million voters around the country that were Donald Trump voters in 2016, but had never voted before. And I know a number of them out here in California that were motivated by Donald Trump. Nothing that had ever happened in the country politically touched people like Donald Trump was able to do to get that vote out. But we're here in California, and we've got a very important race for governor, for secretary of state, for attorney general. Our midterm elects those offices. And I got to tell you, if a, if a Gavin Newsom governorship happens, I really am concerned about what happens in California over the next four years, because a lot of what we're seeing around the country comes 
from California, the battles that people are engaged in around the country, uh, a lot of those originate with the political thought and, and the, some of the extremism that is born in California that migrates to these other states. So if we can cut it off at the knees here, that would be a wonderful thing. But what that means is in this midterm where people typically don't vote, but Republicans in California do tend to vote in greater numbers than Democrats in California, we have a real opportunity. So the question is, based on what you're seeing out there, Jenny Beth, how motivated are the Democrats to go out to turn out based on their animus towards Donald Trump compared to the Republicans based on the kinds of things that they're seeing the Democrats do? On a scale of one of zero to a hundred, with hundred being the highest, the Democrats went to a hundred on election night and of twenty sixteen. And I think they've stayed between ninety and a hundred ever since then. They have just been amped up almost as high as you can possibly be amped up and as high as you can be amped up for almost two years now. On our side, we were very jubilant on election night. And then we um, we we kind of said, OK, now now we've got things under control a little bit and we can go back to our lives. And we didn't we anger is much more motivating. So we didn't have a lot to be angry about. We were happy that we won the election results the way that the election results panned out the way they did. Right. So um, I think that now throughout the summer is going, okay, we've got to get people, come on, we have to have some more emotion. We have to have emotion and we're making plans um, for what we would do. In the last few weeks, I found we have more, more volunteers than I actually have supplies for the volunteers. Mm -hmm. And uh, people are angry and they're angry. um, They're really angry at the way that Brett Kavanaugh was treated. And more importantly, they're angry at what the Democrats are doing with these baseless allegations that are being treated as um, complete and total... um, the baseless allegations are true no matter what and the evidence doesn't matter people are just angry about it and they're worried about their own sons their fathers their husbands uh friends who are male male individuals who they know and how they may be treated in the future if we allow this kind of behavior to stand and they also understand one more thing they understand that for a woman to have justice if she has been sexually assaulted or abused in her life you cannot have justice if we don't have the rule of law in our country anymore. So we have to preserve that so you actually can get justice. You know, it's just too bad about Brett Kavanaugh. If he he had gotten drunk and driven his car off a bridge and left the woman to die and suffocated in in her car, it'll all be okay. As long as you're a Democrat. Or played games with waitresses in back rooms of seedy restaurants. Well, not just played games. I just, as a senator... Uh, I just read, read an article. I mean, that, that we're talking uh, about Ted Kennedy, Ted, Senator Ted, 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 Ted Kennedy, Kennedy. Right? He threw this waitress onto the table, mm-hmm. and then threw her onto Senator Chris Dodd's lap, and then proceeded to grind himself against her. And he, and here is the icon of the Democrat Party, the Lion of the Senate, the person that's revered, along with you know, along with Senator Byrd, who was a grand dragon in the KKK, but somehow at his funeral. That was overlooked, and I'm not sure that a the similar accommodation would be given to a Republican that had these histories. We're talking with Jenny Beth Martin. She's the co-founder of the Tea Party Patriots about what we need to be doing to secure this midterm, to continue the Trump agenda. Or I would just say it's not the Trump agenda. It's the agenda of sanity in this country and in this state. Back after this message from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this.
When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite IE radio program, the show for the most important political office. And we have been truly blessed to have Jenny Beth Martin from the TeaPartyPatriots.org organization that literally was was the ground floor of the grassroots movement here in the United States with us here to talk about the history of the Tea Party Patriots movement and what we need to be doing in order to secure this election, this midterm, to continue the agenda of freedom and liberty. One of the things you can do is to attend the candidate forum that's going to be October 10th at the Doubletree Hilton in the Ontario Airport on North Vineyard Avenue. And there's a very important question you can ask your friends, your neighbors, and the people at church. Ask them if they're planning on voting November 6th, because turnout is always the most important thing in elections. And this midterm, we know, tends to not have great turnout. So ask them if they're planning on voting. And if they're not planning on voting, bring them to this candidate forum so that they can ask the candidates the questions that they need to ask and get the information that they need in order to understand how important this election is. Greg. Well, we have Jenny Beth Martin, the CEO of Tea Party Patriots. So pleased that she's out to, uh, to join us on the radio show. And this past Thursday, she spoke to our meeting in the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. We've got, only got a couple minutes here. Concluding thoughts. What, what would you say to us and our listeners about the state of the country, the state of the campaign, and preserving this country as we as we grew up in it as a free and prosperous country um i here's the thing we have um every election you you get to choose the way that the the direction of the country is going to go but the last few elections have seemed to be such a it, there's such a clear difference there's a, a clear line in the sand the, the there aren't squishy republicans saying this is we're just a little bit better than than the democrats donald trump presented a clear contrast to the democrats we have to we have that same choice again this election are we going to um say that we want to continue with gdp that's over four percent rather than a two percent new norm like president obama had are we going to be were you going to say enough with the weaponization of departments of the government reduce the regulations give us more freedom grow the economy let's get the budget balanced and let's make sure that the rule of law in this country still matters and that the constitution still matters or are we going to go the way of democrats socialist. And that's really what it boils down to. And I, for one, like freedom. And I'm going to fight for and stand for freedom. And I hope that everyone who's listening does the same thing and gets involved and helps us. They vote, they get other people to vote, and they volunteer. Even if you can only volunteer for 20 minutes between now and Election Day, that 20 minutes will help us reach at least 20 other voters. And you can do that at TeaPartyPatriots.org forward slash text. Sign up to help keep 
the agenda of Donald Trump moving forward and the agenda of this country leaning towards liberty and freedom. Jenny Bed, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Back next week with more on the Unite Inland Empire radio show. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.